Well, it's that time of the week for your near perfect pitch. It's episode 140. And I can tell you, episode 140 is brought to you by none other than Andrew Burnett, Closed Lobsters and the Dark Chocky Digestive. Yes, talking to Andrew uh, at the end of the programme, all Closed Lobsters subject matter. It is fan flipping tastic. I'm not going to lie. I'm a massive, massive fan of the band and I'm very happy to be able to share this with you. So that's to look forward to at the end of the programme, surrounded by uh, three Closed Lobsters tunes as well. And there's a Closed Lobsters theme throughout the entire show, if you pay attention. The usual features, we've got uh, our weekly peel, spin of the week, tune this, obligatory fall arc. We've got a hat trick this week that's, uh, that is actually thematic. Uh, fancy that. Cover me this week and essential wax. Amidst all that a litany of new releases and uh, top, top tunes from years, years gone by. Let's kick things off this week with the Julie, shall we?
Mogwai. And that's The Devil Rides. And that is from The Hawk is Howling from 2008. And that is legendary psych merchant Roki Erickson on vocals there. We lost him last year. And I've just heard in the last few minutes that we've lost Andy Weatherall. And what a hole that's going to leave in the industry. Andrew Weatherall is an absolute diamond. And, and it's just it's really hit me hard. And uh, Twitter's lit up, as it were. Uh, and if you listen to the end of the programme, you will hear that uh, that Andrew uh, of Closed Lobsters and myself, we do talk about Andrew Weatherall in in the interview, which is uh, kind of eerie. Anyway, we've 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 lost uh, An- Andrew Weatherall, and uh, I'll have to do something next week uh, in terms of a tribute to him. And uh, so that's Roki Erickson we lost last year, and we've lost Andrew Weatherall today. Very 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 sad news. Kicked off the programme with Wake Up Christine by the Julies from 96 on Flying Tart Records. They're only LP to date, very hard to find, very coveted, and uh, uber jingle jangle for uh, for the aficionados. They know how important the Julies record is in the uh, in the pantheon of jingle jangle. Uh, the vinyl reissue is available on Kickstarter, so look for it on Kickstarter. And uh, Julie's Love Life, lovingly reissued on vinyl. You'll be able to find it by kicking in those keywords. Next up, let's go back in time somewhat. Going to Manchester, we're going to go to uh, 2001. We're going to hear some James. <laughs> Knowing 
From Black Foliage Animation Music Volume 1 from 1999. That's Olivia Tremor Control. I have been floated. And that was preceded by the fantastic James of 2001's Pleased to Meet You LP and English uh, Beef Cake. Up next, the first of our uh, special features this week. We're going to do our uh, weekly peel this week and we're going to go to June 1982. Here's Yazoo with Don't Go.
shot down And she's a holy voler When she comes on over to my side And I'm a carpet bomber And I just wanna be blown out And to be quite specific To the South Pacific in the sunshine Lothian's The Snuts, that is. That's a single from 2018. Follow them at facebook.com slash the snuts. Official Manhattan Project, name of that tune. Brilliant stuff. They're a, a band to be reckoned with. Watch out for them. Their uh, debut album should be something uh, something to behold. And we kick things off in terms of that mini set. June 1982, Don't Go, Yazoo, Peel Session. And uh, where are we right now? Yeah, we're, we're in line for another special feature. It's time for this week's Spin of the Week. It goes, this accolade goes rather, to... Uh, another Manchester band, Juliper Sky, they just keep releasing single after brilliant, brilliant single. Reflections of the Winter Sun.
from Connecticut. That is Have a Nice Life and a tune called Science Beat of their latest LP. Have a nice life.bandcamp.com. And that was recommended to me by Andrew uh, of Closed Lobsters. And you'll hear that at the end of the programme. And it's always nice to get recommended new music that you've never heard of that is absolutely brilliant. And that is absolutely brilliant. I bought everything I possibly could over the weekend, thanks to Andrew, by Have a Nice Life from Connecticut. Wonderful, wonderful stuff indeed. And before that, it was our spin of the week. It was Juniper Sky, Reflections of the Winter Sun. They are a band and a half. I just cannot wait for their debut record. And by that, I mean LP. Now, uh, the Catherines, they're prolific to say the least. They're up next with Mrs. Grumpy and Mr. Hopeless. That's the latest single from a top Hamburg popsters, thecatherines.bandcamp.com. And then after that, it's this week's Tune This, where you can parade around... With a reckless abandon, get your badminton racket out, tennis racket out, get in front of the mirror, pretend that you've got the microphone, be singing with uh, with absolutely no concern about who's watching you in the car, a red light, all that kind of stuff. Just just lose it to a wonderful tune. Not, I'm not even going to tell you what it is. It's coming straight up after we hear this latest effort, the, the latest by the Catherines, Mrs Grumpy and Mr Hopeless. <laughs> Room. How will that 
This week's tune this, Everything's Coming Up Roses. That's Black, a single from 1987 on AM Records. Black, of course, is Colin Viencombe, and uh, he sadly passed away in 2016. It's getting kind of moribund, this programme, isn't it? That's uh, Black 
with Tune This. Hope you had a good time prancing about that one. Again, everything's coming up roses. Before that, Mrs Grumpy and Mr Hopeless. That's the Catherines. And that's uh, the latest and greatest from top Hamburg popsters, thecatherines.bandcamp.com. Next up, some South. We're going to hear the same old story off their third LP, With the Tides, from 2003.
off the brand new Brilliant Failures LP. That's the Black Watch with Twisted Thinking, the blackwatch.bandcamp.com. They've been on the program before. Go back in time, which is what you can do with the podcast. Go back and listen to some uh, old editions because this is number 140. You've got 139 to catch up on if you're a newbie, as they say. And before that, same old story, South off their third LP with the Tides from 2000 and Thrumpf 2003. Obligatory fall ah time now. We're going to be whisked away, yes, whisked away to uh, an era that uh, is around about 2005. The 24th LP came out, Full Heads Roll. You wanna? Take the line. 
to live in a house Surrounded by snow and birds and wooden stars And all along the front of the stage There'll be fairy lights as bright as any city night Isn't that fantastic? That's Sam Isaac, samisaac.bandcamp.com, Manchester artist with the lead and title track to his 2009 LP on the Low Transit Industries label. Again, Sam Isaac with a tune called Bears. Brilliant, that is. And before that, our obligatory fall oh, track of the week, Yawana, from Full Heads Roll from 2005. There. 24th LP, no less. Now it's time for a hat-trick, and it's thematic for a change, because usually it's it's kind of not, because I'm lazy. But in this instance, uh, I managed to find a theme, and it's stars, cars, and bars. We'll kick things off with this uh, wonderful release on the absolutely stupendous Glass Modern record label, and here's a song by Matthew Shaw, We Are All Made of Stars. <laughs>
she's single and new She looks for the clues to the truth And she knew that he'd been around too She's breaking the news Breaks things and lets loose When it suits can't compute With those thoughts of just two She thinks it's all funny And he thinks that too Beside me, up, up, beside me No space for a new one And she speaks the truth Without me, true, true, without me the brand new single by Mosley Barr called Beside Me, facebook.com slash Mosley Barr, that's M-O-S-L-E-Y-B-A-R, that's the third of three in our Stars, Cars and Bars hat trick, that's our Bars component. The Cars component is Cars in Space by Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever, they're from Melbourne of course, and that's their brand new single, rollingblackoutscoastalfever.bandcamp.com, and that's a new release, and that's our second in the three, that's our cars and bars sorted out. Let's uh, let's address the stars component. That's We Are All Made of Stars by Matthew Shaw on the Glass Modern label off the LP Unto the Unknown, glassmodern.bandcamp.com. 
www.thebigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigbigb
that's Seattle's Hater. And that's a tune titled Otis and Mike of 2005's The Second uh, LP on Burn 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 Records. And before that, we heard Sunkiss by Friends Again, a single from 1983. Thematically, it's a bit uh, closed lobsterish this week in that I'm speaking to Andrew at the end of the programme. And... Uh, there's a new album on the horizon on the 28th of February, which is, uh, well, the days can't come quick enough, frankly, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, this week's Cover Me is a stab and a wonderful stab at Closed Lobsters. Let's make some plans by the immense The Luxembourg Signal.
show favourites Margot and that's off their brand new Margot Zico EP margotbanduk.bandcamp.com that's taken by age they are a wonderful outfit and I highly recommend purchasing all their material and prior to that we heard the b-side to 2017's Laura Palmer single by the Luxembourg Signal and that's a cover of the brilliant Closed Lobsters Let's Make Some Plans a single released in 87 originally on fire Records. Now it's time for Kurt Cobain. And girl, and in the pines and evergreen. 
was he supposed to do? Hey, Kurt Cobain. you
And that's the first of two songs that you're going to hear from this week's Essential Wax, which is this week from 1993, East Village, with their LP Drop Out. Before I get into more detail, I'll let you know what we heard just before we heard a track of said LP. We heard Circles, a single from 1990. But before we heard that, we heard Jim Bass Night with a track called Kurt Cobain of last year's Not Changing LP, Power Popaholic Productions.bandcamp. That's where you can source that material. Now let's get back to East Village. Before we get into detail, Essential Wax is brought to you each and every week by the fine folk at Everything Indie Over 40.com. Join their community. If you love what I do, you'll love what they do. It is as simple as that. Join up and reap the rewards. Now, as I mentioned, we just heard Circles by East Village, a single from 1990. Now, they were a band on Heavenly Records with a bit of a history whereby they uh, didn't really shoot to stardom. They kind of fell and slipped through the net, as it were. A band constituted of the Kelly brothers, most notably, uh, well, not most notably, specifically Martin and Paul, and uh, also in the band were uh, Johnny Wood and uh, Spencer Smith on drums. Now, they released one album, Dropout, which uh, I'm featuring, of course, today. Uh, Martin Kelly is now MD of music publishing company Heavenly Songs, which is the sister company to Heavenly Films. And Paul Kelly, his brother, and Spencer Smith played in uh, the St. Etienne touring band in the 90s before Paul himself split to form Birdie with ex-Dolly Mixture member Debsy Wicks, who's been on the programme before as well. So let's see one more song off the LP. Let's see Silver Train, the lead track to East Village's Dropout from 19. 19- 1993.
Well, that's rather good, isn't it? That's Vortex by the High Violets off their 2010 LP entitled Cinema. They're from uh, Portland, Oregon, and they are rather tidy. Thehighviolets.bandcamp.com. Before that, the second of two songs off our uh, Essential Wax this week, which is Dropout by East Village from 1993 on Heavenly Records. It did uh, get a re-release in uh, 2006 as a limited double, which is like unicorn poot. Very, very hard to find. And if you can, you'll be paying a mortgage payment for it. But uh, just stick to the regular LP. Get Dropout, their debut, and uh, you won't be disappointed. And good news, there's a nice compilation which has just seen a vinyl reissue uh, on Slumberland Records just in the last handful of weeks. So you can get your hands on that if you are uh, enamoured by East Village. If you've already got it, fantastic. If you haven't, try and source it. You won't be disappointed. Great stuff by the Kelly Brothers. And uh, that is this week's Essential Wax as brought to you by our chums at Everything Indie over 40. Now it's time to go back to a 2003 to the All That You Are EP. Here's No Man and Chelsea Cap. Books and you left your flat and ran. 
Oh, I do like that. That's Thyla from Brighton with a track off their new EP entitled Everything at Once. Two Cents is the name of that track. And it's not like two cents in the currency. It's two is in the, the number. Because in cents, as in common. And before that, Chelsea Cap by No Man from 2003 off the All That You Are EP. Don't forget that uh, Near Perfect Pitch is available on all pertinent viable social media so if you're into that type of thing we are represented i am represented that way uh, let's hear one more song before we get into the uh, the uh, long-awaited feature with closed lobsters let's hear something brand new by those flame retardant bears i have this strange philosophy Things are gonna happen Then they were meant to be And that good will come to you and me But if it doesn't, it's no big deal One step forward and one step back Two steps forward and three steps back giant leap and then stand still and then it starts all over again I have this weird philosophy that good will come if you let things be you can't make it or force it through if it's going to And there's nothing you can do Nothing you can do One step forward and two steps back One step forward and ten will spill Ten more ways to take twenty steps back Step forward and 
a brand new single by Flame Retardant Bears what a brilliant name for a band that is they've been on the programme too by the way Strange Philosophy name of that track now it's time for our interview feature our music feature it's with Andrew Burnett of Closed Lobsters one of my favourite bands of all time and they should be yours too now let's hear two in a row that I've chosen before we get into our chat
What a treat that was. You just heard Godless by Closed Lobsters, the second single from the forthcoming new LP, Post Neo Anti Arte Povera in the Forest of Symbols, out on February the 28th. We also heard the first and leads off single, uh, All Compasses Go Wild, which was released towards the end of last year. Now it's time for a chat with myself and Andrew, and I'll be back with one more song that he has chosen to round out the programme before I go on my merry way. Enjoy this, it really is a great interview, and it's nothing down to me, it's all down to Andrew. Have fun with it. Hello, is this the super modern Andrew? It certainly is, yes. How are you? I'm very well. How are you keeping? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Where are you at the minute? Um, I'm in, in Glasgow's outer suburbs. Right. And and uh, what's it doing there at the minute? Is Are you uh, un, under well, the throes of Dennis? Has Dennis reached you yet or not? It, yes, it has. And it's, it's, it's like living in the clouds, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty bad. Um, I don't believe it's as bad as last week. I was away last week, so but I, I hear it was pretty bad last week. But it's just that way. In winter in Scotland, quite often it's like living in the clouds. It know? is. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there many times. Many times in the winter, and it's it's a very unique place in the winter time. But it's also I used to live in Newcastle as well, which is all but all but there, you know, and it's very similar weather wise. Yeah, absolutely. Very yeah, similar. Yeah, they've, they've even got the North Sea stuff. That's it. That's it. You, you you become hardened souls once you're up there in the northeast in Scotland. You 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 tend to have a more resilience, I think. Well, that, that's what they say. That's what they say. Maybe it, it just shows on our faces. <laughs> what windburn? <laughs> what windburn and, and, and rosy cheeks? Yes, yes. There's a really good thing, you know. Some guys that come from the west of Ireland, they've got it particularly bad because they're, they're completely open to the Atlantic. You know? Yes, yes, yeah. Get hammered. I, I hear that. You're from Liverpool. I'm from the northwest, so I'm a Liverpool fan. So that's probably you probably see my yeah. face, my Facebook, and think, oh yeah, he's he's got real real issues. But yeah, yes, I'm from that neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. And, right, um, well, happy days, eh? Happy days. Well, it's been thirty years. I was just telling telling people yesterday. The last time we won it, I was I, I, I waited behind to see Dalgleish, and there was me and about three or four yeah. other lads, and kissed kissed him on the cheek in the car park with his family all all wow. in his car, and and I said, I said, uh, oh, you've made us so happy. He goes, I've made myself very happy. That's 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 Kenny. <laughs> that's Kenny all over. Kenny all over. Absolutely. No messing, no messing about. Just like the lobsters, no messing about. I tell you, I, I, I'm, I'm oh, just. Which takes us thirty years as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just bring out a new album. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about. Maybe <laughs> we're in tandem with Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> well, on, on that note, honest to goodness, welcome back, proper. It is an absolute joy to be getting new material from you lot because. I've been much like thousands of other people have been just absolutely flummoxed as to why why you've not become a household name by virtue of your repertoire. I, I, it, I have lost count how many people I have either loaned records to, pointed yeah. to buy your records, taped them your records yeah. in the hopes that they'll buy them, and I've not failed yet with converting anybody. It just seems that we just need yeah. larger larger on mass conversions. What we need. We have to take we have to take that grand, a great leap forward. You know, 
how does it happen? We need to get someone famous to wear a t-shirt or something like that. Yeah, I wish I could help you there. Me doing it will do you, sweet Fanny Adams, is good. But yeah, we need to get uh, we need to get someone of prominence. Let's get. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but avoid avoid politics at all costs. But anyway, welcome back. And, and I tell you, this 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 record, I, I've been privy to two songs. Of course, the single, uh, and uh, you uh, you graciously uh, provided me a, a track yeah. as well, Godless. And yeah. is it possible? I know it's difficult uh, because it's so subjective. But is it possible just to do a quick summary, a quick pricey of of the uh, basically six year genesis of this of this particular record? Well, in terms of people are familiar with your works. They, they, a lot of people think that you hadn't gone away, but you you went away for quite some time. You confuse people with yeah. with the singles that with the singles that came out, thinking, "Oh, they're coming back. They're coming back." No, they're not. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yeah. And and you are back. So, what was the actual yeah. genesis of, of post neo anti? Right. Uh, it it all functions as a, as a record of from 2012 to now. So 2012, 2020, we decided we would make a, we would produce a, a, a record in its broader sense of what we've been doing since then. So that's why we, we sought to include the singles also. Yes. That were mostly only released through our American label. So now that we have our joint situation with the Glasgow and Americans, we thought, right, let's produce a record that is a record as such of what we've been doing. Because uh, we, you know, I think in, in one of the tracks, what one of it, uh, Time, yeah. we, we say, uh, I say, uh, we went to the desert storm and never came home, sweet home. <laughs> and like any people of our age, uh, we did exactly do that. There was house, house parties called desert storms up here. Yes. <laughs> we went to them. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> so uh, there was a whole period of time where things just died, you know, just dampened down for a while. So, uh, but, but the genesis of the record is that, you know, it, it, it functions as a record, um, as a record what we do. So if you break it down to two sides, one, one side the singles and the other side the, the more recent session with John Rivers. Right. Of the five tracks. Yeah. Right, that's what so I wanted to get. Make it like that. Yeah. Yes, there's an awful lot of thought that's gone into the sequencing and treating this like a proper two-sided vinyl release. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Proper old yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, it's it, the singles. Of course, we can we can revert back in time just just temporarily here to talk about uh, uh, Kunstwerk and and Desire and, and Signs, both of which were my yeah. singles singles of the year in in their respective years. Yeah. Just. Especially desire and signs. I, I can't, cannot, frankly, believe how that record didn't push you into into the into the stratosphere. It is a beautifully sublime record, but lyrically and sample wise, it's so unbelievably poignant and, and, and emotive. And I, I'm almost brought to tears listening to some of that stuff. Is it that emotional for you when you're putting it together? Yes. Well, you know that that's the idea. Interestingly. The uh, new friend at uh, the new record label last night from Glasgow, he, he remarked to, to that extent with um, the track uh, Wonder. Yes. Yeah. Oh. He, 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 got that, he got that kind of vibe from Wonder. And, and I like to, you know, make a little joke, the spinal chap tap joke. But it, 
it reduces people to tears instantly. <laughs> people weep instantly when they hear that record. But yeah, I mean, the whole idea of it was well, now time for example. That's that's got that kind of resonance to it. Yeah, for sure. But but were you being so subjective? Being so subjective to this particular baby, it's as a fan to 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 witness the 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 almost organic songwriting qualities that you have to to the end user. It seems it seems obviously effortless. It doesn't seem like you've been wrangling with with any problems and 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 going over lyrics, but. How effortless is the process for you? Are you one of those people that are blessed in being able to purvey what you want to purvey, or is it a struggle for you? I know you're not going to be happy with this, but both. No, that's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Know, a, a classic example of that would be the track Godless. Yes. Um, so Godless, I basically put out the lyrics in one go, uh, spontaneously. Uh, I then I then tried to amend them and they didn't work, so I just I just retained the, the spontaneousness of it. So sometimes it happens like that, but other times, you know, there's tracks like All Compasses Go Wild, which has gone through some kind of genesis to, you know, some kind of creation stage, you know? Yes. Uh, so, so, you know, it, we wrote it in the, the early 90s, basically. Blimey. And it's it's gone through some all, all manner of metamorphoses to such an extent that I'm going to introduce it at the next gig as dedicated to my first wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's been that long in the making. <laughs> yes, exactly. My first ex-wife, I would like to dedicate that to. <laughs> so um, it's been that long, you know, Crikey. but it, it now... Um, it now uh, marks things that are happening now. It, it tries to, by the, t the very title of it, it, it tries to encapsulate what's going on in the world at the moment. Yeah, it's it's, it's outstanding, and, it, and it's it's very poignant that you, you know all those years ago, it's still as poignant, if not more more poignant nowadays. Flicking on the news, it's yeah. it's, it's quite it's quite depressing, as you well know. Um, so you, you've you've almost gazumped my question because I was going to ask you about you know the choice of single for which to tease this record. And it wasn't so much a difficult choice, because I was going to ask you if it was, but it doesn't seem like it was a difficult choice at all. It just seemed a natural progression. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I, I, felt, I felt very strongly that it should be that one. Um, it's got a lot of punch to it, you know. It shows a lot of uh, um, influences. Yes. Know? Yeah, it, uh, it does. Un perhaps unexpected ones, like, hey, it's got a kind of Generation X type vibe to it for me. It's got a post-punk vibe to it, that's for sure, uh, and and, yeah, it, and yeah. it's but it's it's that wonderful meld of DIY meets production, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah well, John Rivers is, is, is just like you know he's he's outstanding. He's, he's like Trump Spector on. Well, that was I was going to ask you about John because <laughs> John John John's le <laughs> a legend, isn't he? I mean, let's be honest, he's a. Oh, yeah. He's unbelievable. As, as a producer, he's so good to work with. He, he, he just enables uh, things to happen. And he, he, he's a wonder to work with. And he, he was able to do that with all these tracks, these five and the, the other side of the record, more than the rest. Because with the rest of them, we recorded and then he, he mixed. But with this one, he does a total hands, I think, you know. 
Well, he's he's almost like a a band member, literally, because he's he's that familiar with you now, isn't he? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's such a joy to work with him. You know, uh, such a lovely guy. Uh, that's by all accounts. I mean, everybody I've spoken to who's ever dealt with 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 him is is, is just said the very same thing. And uh, he's yeah. the very toppest of men. Not only is he talented, but but. Working, working with him. What are the salient differences between working with 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 a John and and, and say a Phil as an example? Uh, because he's he's no yeah. no slouch either, but a very different different kettle of fish. Yeah, uh, yeah, Phil Vinyl, yeah. Yes, Phil Vinyl. Yes, sorry, my apologies. Yeah, yeah. 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 Phil is uh, it's a long time since so we worked with Phil, but you know, I kind of uh, Phil was like a good mate, you know. Which yeah. was not necessarily a good thing for us because at that age we just wanted to get pissed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do. So that that's what sort of happened there, you know. But Phil, Phil was great. You know, he's a good guy. But uh, yeah, that that dynamic of not having uh, someone to crack the whip a little bit and not go on the piss with you, I suppose, is a different dynamic altogether. Absolutely, John. We basically go for a couple of drinks at the end of the session. You've you got, you got to earn your drinks, it's, yeah? But it's all complete, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, a big brother. Yeah, no, 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 no pre-bevies, only post-bevies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so for, for the uninitiated, what, what's the current lineup right now? Who, who, who constitutes the outfit right now? Um, the, the lineup's almost exactly the same with the exception of the guitarist and... Um, uh, our friend Jim now plays guitar instead of Graham. Graham, for various reasons, um, he, he no longer plays with us, and that's been the case for uh, four or five years now. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's the same as it's been for the last little while. No, no, no massive departures at all here. No, not really. Not no. Really. Jim, Jim just he came in and replaced Graham. And uh, where, where's Jim from, actually? He's from these parts as well, Glasgow's mm. outer suburbs. Fantastic. I mean, I, I've mentioned this on, on, on so many times, uh, on so many occasions, but there's got to be something in the water in Liverpool, Manchester and Glasgow for the amount of talent per capita that comes out. It's it's absolutely staggering, isn't it? It is. It is. It's incredible. It really is. Um, it's, it's hard to sort of pin down why, you know, but... I don't know Maybe why. something to do with industrialisation or post-industrialisation. I just don't know. Because, I mean, Leeds aren't chucking out bands. Newcastle aren't chucking out bands. You know, it, 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 and know. Sheffield aren't. I mean, I mean, they've got their odd, there's the odd one, of course. But in terms of being prolific, yeah. Glasgow per capita, I think, leads the way. It's incredible. Maybe it's to do with unemployment. <laughs> We'd fuck all else to do. <laughs> Just grab a guitar. <laughs> yeah, but you've also got to have talent and also be able to write lyrics and music. And at the end of the day, that's not synonymous with a UB40. It, it just it just beggars belief. Anyway, I wanted to chuck it out there because, I mean, you're immersed in it and it's something that I'm glad that you're cognizant of because it could be something that you could just take for granted. Yeah, the, what, what the idea that we're in that kind of... I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a difficult question, actually, isn't it? I mean, because in a, from a Scottish context, there's a big divide between Glasgow and Edinburgh. Of course, yes. But some of our influences are more Edinburgh than Glasgow, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, Joseph Kay and fire engines and all that stuff. That's right. But it is, yeah. I mean, technically, for, the, for the, those that don't know their geography, 
It's spitting distance, yeah. really. I mean, despite the rivalry, it's like Liverpool influencing Manchester and vice versa. Edinburgh and Glasgow are very, yeah. very similar in that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did, despite the despite the, the the rivalries, there are cooperatives, which, especially in music, seems to be the case. Yeah, definitely. Which definitely. is which is brilliant. I mean, so, I mean you've seen it at the moment it's tremendous. The, the situation for young bands is brilliant. Isn't it? Oh, there seems to be this kind of growing idea that, unlike in our time. Young, young Scottish bands don't have to go down to London anymore. They can do it all here. Perfect. Well, there's a band. There's a band. I'm not sure if you're aware of a band called Neon Waltz, who are uh, they're from uh, they're from I think out of Hebrides, really. Uh, and, and it just blows blows my mind that, as you quite rightly say, you can be in the far flung reaches of Scotland now and not ever have to get on a train to Euston ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and the, the situation is, to be perfectly honest, if we hadn't done that. We would have remained obscure. Well, you you played by the well, rules at the time. You had to go and play the fire rule book and all that stuff. And but but right now, proof positive that you can do it from you can do it from your living room on a computer. Yeah, yeah, true, true. And how is that transition? It's well, it's much better. You've got more control. But you you know, yeah. obviously, that the industry's changed. I've haven't been in the industry myself for, for many years. Understanding how an A and R man works and how how an, how music comes to fruition. Of course, nowadays you're operating on working with an existing fan base to create another fan base by virtue of a loyal fan base, but you've kept them engaged perpetually through the digital medium for many, many yeah. years, whereby people are wanting and hoping to receive stuff from you, and they've been rewarded by sticking to sticking with you, because I tell you, you do a really good job of keeping people informed, despite you going away for years at a time, you know? <laughs> It's, it's good. I mean, it's good to know actually, you know, because we we were basically, you know, hibernating for a, a good eight years. Like <laughs> yeah, eight years. a big old, big old hibernation. Now I was going to ask you because we've, we've talked about you know the poignancy of all compasses go go wild and and how it wasn't a difficult yeah. choice. Now it was a very obvious choice to tease the record, to lead off the record, and to be the the, the first single per se. Uh, are you going to be? Going down the roots of, of of the single and having another single to promote the record, or is the record going to arrive and that'll be it for now? No, the the, the talk, the, the discussions at the moment are the record will come out and then in some point in late March we'll produce another single from it and that'll be godless. Oh, brilliant! So with, with being a selfish, greedy bugger, new B sides. Well. If we can do that, we would like to, but that would—it's quite difficult to do at the moment. Right. Logistically, it's quite difficult. Ideally, we would sit down and see what we can do there, because there might be one or two possibilities to put on there. That would be a good idea. Well, that leads me to my Not next. Entirely sure. Yeah. The company that um, are of the view that what we should do is just release it as a digital release, yes. one track only thing. Hmm. That's that's one way of looking so, at it, but but you've also got the option of visiting stuff that you might want to get in the can, and also this leads me to my next question. I mean, have you got any burning desires to cover anything that you haven't touched upon or or, or, or covered in practice? Is there something that could conceivably be a B side that would be a cover version that you've been dying to dying to interpret yourself? Oh, it's funny you should say that. I've put forward the proposition to the rest of the band that we do a cover of the Mekons, where were you? Oh, fantastic! That would be brilliant. That would be good, 
I think that would be stellar. Uh, uh, that's just a selfish question because uh, you, you know when when you hear, you know whether it's a float on or whatever. When you hear these songs as interpreted by people that you love, it has it has a lot more meaning. That's very interesting yeah, that you I mean, ch that you yeah, choose the Mekons yeah. for sure. Now, and what's happening? Like I mean, it's outstanding track, it really is. I mean, I'll give you a story if it was in my mind with Godless. Yeah. Godless is, is the, the, the ethos of God. Godless. Is a, a kind of tongue-in-cheek stadium rock. Tongue-in-cheek yeah. stadium rock. I'm with you. Yeah. So the basic idea, you know, we don't play stadiums. We play small clubs, but it's kind of stadium rock for small clubs, and there's almost <laughs> a kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of yes uh, humorous aspect to it. And and you know what would be amazing if we managed to get Bono to sing with it. <laughs> 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 sing with us. <laughs> you know the kind of. You know the the live aids like when they done bad. Exactly, exactly. It's like that. It's like it's like a kind of pastiche of that, but also, you know, I, I mean, I thought that was a great performance, to be honest. It really, it's the best performance of bad there is for sure. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and you know, it's a simple of you too. I quite like. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. That I mean, I'm not going to going to lie and, and say I don't like them. Of course. They, they are what yeah. they are. I mean, uh, in the last 20 years, they've done Sweet Fanny Adams, but when when they were in the zone, they were in the zone, weren't they? They were, they were, and somehow they went off track. And uh, to be honest, I think he gets more stick than he deserves, you know? Yeah, I, I'll, give him, I'll give the bloke credit for still making records. He could do Sweet Fanny Adams right now, you know? He, he could just mm -hmm. sit there in his mm -hmm. castle and, and, and observe, couldn't he, if he wanted to? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, maybe put it out there, we're, we're going to have. Or not string on it. <laughs> there you go. Or we'll get them to wear. Get them to wear. Catapult into a higher sphere, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, it certainly would. Or, or we can get send him a t-shirt. That might work as well. Listen, that's a brilliant idea. That's Just what I'm going to do. Chuck him a t-shirt. <laughs> chuck him a t-shirt in a post and send the edge one as well. See what happens. Yeah. See what happens. Well, you never know. You never know. Strange, stranger things have happened. That's for sure. Now, 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 li now live-wise, when, when obviously logistically it's difficult for you to get together to, to record, it must similarly be difficult yeah. to get together to gig. So, yeah, have is. you got anything remotely on the horizon that, that, uh, that's live-wise? Um, at the moment, we are only booked to do the Glasgow show with yeah. a view to uh, London, possibly, in uh, early summer. Right. Um, but usually what, what we've been doing since 2012 is playing these pop, uh, sorry, these the, pop, the fests. pop fest gigs. Yeah, they, they're fantastic, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I just wish there was some in North America. Um, you know, that would be great to get you back over here again. Yeah, well, the last time that was 2013, we played the New York City one. Yeah, yeah, that was... That was tremendous. We, we also had the possibility of playing out, out, uh, out in the West Coast for a few dates, but it, logistically, again, it was problematic. We're also in discussions with uh, a promoter in Tokyo. Nice. Nice. So that's a possibility for November next year. Uh, sorry, November this year. Well, that's marvellous because you've got a rabid fan base in, in, uh, in Japan, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, should be, yeah. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Well, that, that could be, that could be something. 
Oh yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love, you know, in, in a selfish capacity, now that I've got the, the, the pleasure of talking to you, have you ever considered a live album? Funny again, you mentioned that you're, you're, you're tapping into a lot of areas that we we think about. Um, the drummer Stuart, he he was keen to to give a free release with the album, which was a live recording of a gig in Chicago in '89. Uh, yeah. So I'm not sure how far down the road he's got with that, but it might be possible to do it, you know, through SoundCloud or some some. Something like that, Bandcamp, something like that. Yeah, yeah just, ch- just chuck it out as a digital-only release and all the Rabbit fans will snap it up for, for $9.99 and you're off to the races. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's either that or, you know, some retrospective thing or trying to record the show in Glasgow at the end of February. Again, yeah, I mean, the, the, the sets would be grossly different though, wouldn't they? Of course, 89 versus Glasgow in November, but... Still, live, live, a proper official recording by 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 Close Lobsters would be outstanding because I mean, you can only get so far on boot on bootlegs, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's something that we've toyed with for a while. I had an inkling for it when we played in Germany last year in uh, Dusseldorf. Uh, sorry, Cologne. Um, uh, but as is usual, when we come down to play the game, we just caught up and playing the gig. You know, too busy and organising that, but that would have been a good thing. Yes, it's certainly a good. It's something to be thinking on. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great because I've got the I've got the Cabaret Metro gig from Chicago '89, and 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 the 16 tracks on that are just a, a beautiful cross section of the work. You know, it's a really good. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. It's a great set list, and and there's a I've got I've got a, a naughty release here of demos and outtakes, which is outstanding. But uh, it's also oh, some—it's right. also something that that I—if if that could ever see an official release, I mean, there's some there are some versions on there that are just absolutely superb. But I'm not going to say they're better than the ones that actually made it. But to hear, it's almost like listening to Peel yeah. sessions, essentially listening to the demos and outtakes. It's it's that much fun. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, does that include things like Flow On and? Uh, well, Float On, yeah, that was the last track on, 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 the, on the demo, but of course Float On was on the compilation, which is a little bit different, but it's got, it's got versions of Just Too Bloody Stupid, you know, worry, uh, Don't Worry Demo and uh, Loopholes, Lovely Little Swan, mir- Mirror Breaks, all that stuff. Brilliant. Right, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, ideally we would be in a situation now to do another BBC session, but I don't know what the sketch would be there. The, 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 one, the guy who tends to support us is uh, Gideon Cole. Yes. Yeah, that might work. I mean, I'd love, I'd love a radio session. I mean, so would anybody, of course. But uh, that would be something that would be a shot in the arm. But that would necessitate a trip, a trip down south, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. That would. Be, but nowadays, I believe uh, Manchester. Oh, I actually, got to Manchester. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a, it's a lot closer than having to go down to uh, down to Maida Vale, isn't it? So, uh, that, so that would be doable. Well, yeah, that last thing like that, we, we we sort of discuss these things on an ongoing basis, you know. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm looking at another one here. What am I looking at? Here? I'm looking at uh, Hammersmith Clarendon from '87. My word, that was something. Wow. wow. And wow. 
Another, another. Well, that's a good one. That's that's when we were playing with Primal Scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's eighty-seven. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a, it's a pretty. We, we were brilliant that night. We absolutely destroyed them. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. Well, because because again, yeah, for, for someone who's absolutely. for someone who's really a bit bit a bit bit precious about about you lot, I've you know you look you look at the the vinyl release of. Of, of of the sessions, which which is great with Janice Long, but I'd love love to see the likes of likes of those re-released. And what's happening with the legalese when it comes to owning owning, for instance, the Janice Long session or all all the four tracks that you did for Peel? To be honest, I'm not sure. Again, it's kind of Stuart the drummer takes more to do with that, but. Uh, I think it's pretty hard to pray. I think the BBC can hold on to stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you know what's happening lately? I mean, you know the label Cherry Red, of course, and, and a lot of reissue yeah. labels. What they do when they reissue stuff, of course, they want to give you something extra, not just in the packaging. So they're looking for extra tracks, demos, outtakes. But oftentimes yeah. they're they're going to the BBC. So the BBC have been, as a matter of course, relinquishing control of these tracks. I'm sure for a, for a fee, yeah. but. Uh, it would just be something yeah. worth exploring because there'll be a lot of people that want to hear the Peel Session version of Loopholes. You know, just yeah. there just would be. Yeah, definitely. I sound, I sound like I'm, I'm trying to be your manager here, and I don't mean to be. I'm just a, just a very excited fan, that's no, all. No, it's good. Yeah, no, no, listen, it's very much appreciated. Uh, you're very much speaking the same language as we are. Oh, great. Well, the same zone. That's good to know. That's really good to know. Now... I was also going to ask you um, about the aesthetic because the aesthetic has always been important to, to, to Close Lobsters. Uh, I've, always, I've, always, I've always loved the artwork, whether it's the originals or whether it's uh, the, the compilations. Uh, I, wanted, I wanted to ask you about the artwork, particularly about, about the new LP because it's, it's very unique um, and it is, um, at first glance, it's one of those things if you were back in 1982, you didn't even know who you were. You'd be impelled to pick it up and, and perhaps buy it just by virtue of how it looks. Uh huh. So who's responsible for that? What's happened with the artwork since uh, since we started re redoing things? Probably since the singles uh, compilation. Yeah. I've took a more hands-on view of, of of being involved in the artwork, my personally. Yeah. So from the Forever until victory, um, the, the picture of the Dali girls right through to this one. I've been kind of hands on with it, and this one is a commentary on the Arditi del Popolo, oh. the left wing, left wing uh, movement uh, in Italy. Yes, and and it's using the, the insignia of that now. There's a kind of controversy around it because the Arditi were generally right-wing supporters of Mussolini. Yes. But this particular branch is called the Arditi del Popolo, the, 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 you know, the armed faction of the people. The people, yeah. Uh, so what, what, what they do, what they had is like a skull with a knife in it. Uh, so I thought this is a, fanta it's a fantastic image, you know. Definitely. So what, 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 what we did, and what I did in... I conceptualised it in a, a wonderfully gifted uh, photographer at the record label, Brian Sweeney, he put that together, which is outstanding in my view, it's a beautiful colour. Oh, it is, it's, it is absolutely brilliant, I can't wait to get the physical copy, I'm just waiting for, you know, waiting for the postie to sort it out, because uh, I, yeah. I, I want it in my yeah. hot, I want it in my it hot looks, little hands. It looks amazing. Yeah, I'm sure and, it does. You know, the commentary, the post-neo-ante commentary is really, uh, as it sounds, about 
the confusion of the modern age, you know, are we at the end or the beginning or against or for, you know, all that stuff. Goodness knows. Points in different directions. All compasses go wild, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I was, I was going to ask you, are you familiar with a, with a cover version um, of um, Let's Make Some Plans by, by a band called Lux, Luxembourg Signal? Have you heard that one? Very much so. We are very friendly with Beth. Oh, okay, so you know Beth. Beth. Yeah, I'm friends with yeah. Beth. Beth is outstanding. Yeah, it's a lovely girl. Lovely lady. Lovely woman. Yeah. I met her in Glasgow once for a few drinks, which was fantastic, but she's spot on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I just want to just mention that because every week on the programme, I, I feature a cover version of the week. That's going to be the cover version this week in, in, in theme oh, in theme with, with my, my talking to you. I was also going to ask yeah. you, I'm going to play, I'm going to play the single. I'm going to play, uh, I'm going to play Godless as well. I was going to ask you, could, could you please pick, pick something any song from the entire repertoire since day one uh, for me to play. So I'd like to play three songs. I've chosen two. Could you choose the, the, the last one? Yeah, we'll do. Do you, do you want me to send that, an email with it to, when I have a think about it? Well, if you can do it now, great. If not, you can just bang an email through. It's entirely well, up to you. Entirely up to right, you. Let me, I, I can't think of it. I'll tell you what, I heard something on Headache Rhetoric the other day and I thought it was my, my days are numbered. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I right. I heard someone put it up on Facebook. It was fantastic. It was just um, like a car journey. With the, 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 they made a film of the car journey, and that came on. You know, I've not seen. I've, I have not seen that. I'm going to have to look that up. I mean, the song. The song, of course, I know inside and out. But I mean, the, the visuals. I'm not yeah. familiar with that. Anyway, that's great. Yeah. So you, you, you've helped me on that score. And no um, and in terms of what's what's next for you. Um, we're talking about uh, you personally. Is there ever any any chance of you doing anything solo-wise? Have you ever broached that, or is it something that you just haven't got on the radar at the moment? Well, again, you know, you're spot on with your question. Uh, with the digital release of Now Time, there's a track on there called Spontaneous Pattern Formation. Yeah. 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 You hear it? That's mine. That's mine. Basically, that's my solo stuff. Oh, brilliant! So. Uh, the next got question. A new track on the back burner at the moment called Macbeth. <laughs> That's great, bit of Shakespeare, fantastic. Um, you keep... know there's a story around the play called the, 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 the play. Yes, itself, absolutely, yeah. If you're in a theatre, you're not supposed to say the name of it because it's cursed. It is, it is. You just you just can't utter those right. words at all, can you? Right. So. One time there was a review of it in London, I believe, and it was called Macbeth. <laughs> there <laughs> I you go. That's a fantastic idea. So I've got a track sitting there called Macbeth. Oh well, I'd, I'd, I'd look well. As soon as you can share that, I'll play that for all and sundry. Hopefully, that can come out digitally, and that that can be uh, something to work in yeah. in the per, in the peripheries of, of 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 close lobsters, which would be lovely. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's, it's a type of stuff, it's kind of like underground house stuff, so the rest of the band don't want me to do it, and as part of the band, they, they say, oh, do that, do that on your own. <laughs> it, it, doesn't really, it doesn't really fit in with the rest of the group. No, but, but, but it's still you. I still enjoy that type of music, you know, like a friend of mine does a, a, an evening in Glasgow that I, I would like you to mention, if possible, a, a love from outer space. Okay, well it's going to get mentioned for sure, because it's on tape. 
Yeah, he's, 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 it's uh, Andrew Weatherall and others, and they, it's every couple of months they, they put a night on in Glasgow, and it's, it's fantastic. Magnificent. If it's a bit of Andy Weatherall, I'd be there as well. The the the, 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 the remix of the finest the finest dance. Oh, he's a master. I mean, I, I was just saying, didn't mean to interrupt you, but I'm saying he's the he's the he's the remixer of the finest dance tune ever, which is his version of uh, My Bloody Valentine. Soon is is just deity. Yeah. You, you can't. You just can't yeah. whack that. It's just the pinnacle. That one. It really, really is. Yeah, he's, he's, he's totally outstanding, and he, you know, he always delivers. Every time he goes, you know, he always creates a vibe that's just first class. Well, he never phones it in, does he? He never phones it in and slacks off. He's always, he's always, he's always full on, isn't he? Oh, for sure, right. He's one of the you know. Oh, yeah. No, that's great. It makes makes me jealous. I don't have such a luxury living where I am at the moment. I was going to ask you, in terms of your own hard-earned money, uh, are, there, are there any yeah. any any outfits that you think we should be aware of or that you're buying lately that you're particularly enamoured with? Yes. I heard a track. A friend of mine, I was in, I was in uh, Verona in Italy last weekend. Yes. And a, a friend of mine played a, a track by a band called Have a Nice Life. Have a Nice Life. I haven't heard this. Okay. It's, oh, you need to check it. It's called Science Beat. I'm writing this down. I'm writing this down. Yeah, I mean, uh, this track, I've been playing this track constantly for a week now. It's, it's, it's amazing. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll, I'll buy it as soon as I'm off the phone with you and I'll snap, I'll chuck it on the show as well. The sound, sound. If you like oh, it, you won't be disappointed. I would strongly recommend it. It's, it's absolutely outstanding. Great stuff. Oh, I love that. I love getting recommended stuff that I've never heard of. It's uh, it's a joy. It really is. Anything else tickling your fancy, yeah. as they say? Um, that's been kind of overshadowing everything. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've sort of stuck it together with, with like yeah, a, a kind of compilation. The um, Cure, all cats are grey. Yeah. 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 Well, you're sitting there in the, in the sunny, the, the sunny climbs of Verona, listening to "Have a Nice Life." That must have been a nice weekend for you. It was amazing. It was on a drive back from uh, Lake Garda. Oh, beautiful! With this track in the car, it was it was, it was funny, funny. And now, now you're back in the throes of flipping Storm Dennis. Yeah. But, but, yeah, exactly. Brought back right, to right in the middle of a cloud. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was going to ask you my, my 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 last question, which has got sweet bugger all to do with um, with music, but it's to do it's to do with something that's culturally very important, and it's the biscuit. And conceivably, one day the the lobsters are playing the east coast here, and you you play a gig down my way, and you come around my place, and you're having a hot a hot beverage of your choice, and I come out of the pantry with the magic biscuit tin, and I say, Andrew. What biscuit would you choose, past, present, or even possibly futuristically? What would you choose? Man, that's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough, tough question. It certainly <laughs> is. Uh, I can only go by what is currently in my favour. <laughs> McVitie's milk chocolate, I guess. Uh, sorry, I'm not, McVitie's dark chocolate. Oh, you're dark? Okay. Dark, right. dark, the dark cho chocolate being a sophisticated angle, you know. Of course, I would expect nothing less of you. you know? <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just that, opening. That peanut M and M's kind of sustains me over a weekend. 
Fantastic. So uh, you're not doing any CrossFit training, or you're not you're not uh, you're not going to the gym. You're just having chocolate biscuits. No, I I, I, I do I do uh, half an hour every day, every day. Of of chocolate biscuits or working out. <laughs> I do I do uh, I do have a half of chocolate biscuits and half an hour exercise every day. <laughs> well, I've I've got this really I've got this really uh, articulate infographic of everyone I interview that is adjacent to their biscuit of choice. So I'm going to put you next to the plain chocolate digestive and you're in the company of Kevin Haskins from uh, Bauhaus, uh, uh, KJ, KJ McKillop from uh, Moose and uh, now Piroshka. Yeah. Also, Dam yeah. also Dambit from Chumbawamba is a plain chocolate digestive merchant. So there you go. You're in pretty good company. I'm in beautiful company, yeah. <laughs> Evident company, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I would like to thank you immensely for this because I've been badgering you for an eternity to get you on the programme, largely because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan and, and I'd love to share your music with, with the, the people that listen. And it's an absolute pleasure to turn people onto your music because... I just, I just wish you all the success in the world because you're one of the hardest working outfits. You've got the, some of the best repertoire and I'm just delighted that you're back. So huge kudos and, and I'm just grateful to, to, to be one of the, the people who are lucky enough to listen to your music. So thank you very much. Thank you, Dad. It's been an absolute pleasure. And, and I'll, likewise, and, and I'll be in touch very, very soon. I'll be, uh, I'll be putting this to bed in the next few days and I'll, I'll give you all the links and, and keep you up to date uh, as quickly as possible. Magnificent. Cheers, mate. All the very best. Talk to you soon. Cheers, mate. Ta-ra. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, you can probably tell by the, the interview there that I was rather excited to be talking to Andrew, one of my fave bands of all time, and I hope that they can soon become yours, if not already so. Close Lobsters. Let's hear one more song. This is from 1988's Headache Rhetoric. My days are numbered. This is chosen by Andrew himself. <laughs>
My Oh My. My days are numbered. That's Closed Lobsters from 88. And uh, we also heard Godless and All Compasses Go Wild. That's a wrap for episode 140. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. I've, uh, I've delighted in having Andrew on the show. So the programme has been brought to you, in case you forgot, by, by Andrew Burnett, Closed Lobsters and the Dark Chocolate Digestives. My thanks go to him. My thanks go to you for listening. And also, if you want to do me a favour, which I hope you do, spread the word of the podcast, please. I uh, produce this every week and it does take an inordinate amount of time and hard work to do this. And of course, the most important thing is, is to share the music and to get as many listeners as you can to do uh, just that. So please do, in case there's someone out there who you think might be in need of some decent music direction send them my way and if it's someone who you know likes decent music send them my way as well i'll be back next week with episode 141 in the meantime be nice be safe and be nice to each other ta-ra <laughs>